Coming up in action-packed week three, Cousin Sal is here next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? At first half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have a really, really good rewatchables coming on Monday night. Can't wait. It is uh, my birthday tomorrow. So sometimes if my birthday coincides with rewatchables, which I think has only happened one other time, but we like to do a big movie. So that's what we're doing. One of my favorite movies the last 40 years. Stay tuned. Coming up next, we had an action-packed, loaded week three. We're going to talk Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. We're going to talk about Miami putting up 70. Sal's team losing. We're going to introduce a new character, Parent Corner. Sal sent his kid to college. Oh, man, this is almost two hours. Let's get to it. First, Pro Jam. All right, taping this uh, a little after 8.30, Sunday night Pacific time, the hardest working man in show business is here, Cousin Sal. We just watched Pittsburgh-Vegas, a bizarre game, but uh, we're not starting there. We're starting with your team. You're stupid Cowboys. <laughs> you compliment they, me, and now the, I, I see what you did here. Okay, all right, go Your ahead. stupid yeah. team. That yeah. I thought I could throw into a little 11 and a half Arizona, like throw it. All they had to do was win by two and a half. I had a FanDuel boost. I had real life money. I had a million dollar pick. And mm-hmm. it's like, of course, they'll beat the Cardinals by two and a half. Raheem thought the Cardinals were tanking. No, no, that's not what happened. And now you're contending Cowboys. They couldn't even make it to my birthday before before they <laughs> fell apart. They couldn't even make it to the end of September. Was that the goal? I, I guess had they known your birthday was uh, Monday, yeah, they might have stuck around. I, I know. I know. I, I don't know what to tell you. It sucked. I had it tied to everything, too. I had an Oregon this and the Chiefs this and the 49ers and the Cowboys and everything. And I didn't even care that they had three, uh, uh, essentially three offensive linemen out or that Trayvon Diggs got hurt. Uh, not that I didn't care, but I didn't think it would fe- affect this game. Right. And then they just got, they went out there and got their asses kicked. 13 penalties and didn't force any turnovers and couldn't do shit in the red zone. And uh, of course, it's a double-digit loss. Jerks. I kept, 
I had in the back of my head Raheem's theory that the Cardinals were tanking and that they were only mm-hmm. playing one a good first half and then they would throw away the second half because their real goal is Caleb Williams. So at halftime, I'm like, I'm not going to panic yet. Maybe the Raheem theory is... No, the Raheem theory was not true. The Cardinals <laughs> actually played really well. And your team, I will say, look, this happens sometimes. It usually doesn't happen in week three. It happens later in the year. But the team that is getting smoke blowing up their butts... They have mm-hmm. this easy game. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to Arizona. It's going to be half Dallas fans. This will be a layup for us. Um, so we've seen this scenario, just not this early in the season. What worried me, though, from a Dallas standpoint, forget about the offensive line and the blocking stuff because you'll get those guys back. But you you do seem to have like third and seven, third and eight. If Lamb is covered, where do you go? Issued. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not everyone has the Kelsey type, but. You don't have the Devontae Adams. You don't have really any of those guys. You don't have that big physical tight end in the middle. You don't have the awesome, you know, James White type third down running back who's going to get open. And you could really feel it in the red zone. They were one for five in the red zone today. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, what's his name? The quarter, the tight end who went to Houston. I already forgot his name from Dallas last year was our second lead. Schultz was our second leading receiver last year. So, Yeah, there is something to be said about that. And I, I do want to put it in proper perspective. If the Eagles lose to Tampa Bay, which is a possibility tomorrow, the week is a wash in the NFC East, right? That means everyone will have lost. So I, I don't want to get too crazy, but it did expose, you're right, everything I always worry about. Can Dak come up with a big play down the stretch? Um, you know, are these injuries too much to overcome? And Mike McCarthy in that play calling, it really seemed like we were up 12 points trying to bleed the clock, not down 12 points and it's like oh maybe he's just afraid to throw it and then when we saw he threw into three defenders and you uh cleverly quipped um oh how did they know which of the three were to intercept it uh yeah that was uh that was <laughs> that was a, that was an angry text to you as i was just I angrily like, text. like, like it was your fault that i was losing all my teases yeah he, he just threw into three guys on one yeah. of the biggest plays of the game complete panic throw um i I, I don't just don't know where to land on Dak. We watch football for 12 hours a day. When he has awesome protection and weapons, he looks solid. Mm-hmm. He's certainly better than Zach Wilson and Mac Jones and all those dudes. But I don't really see much of a difference between him and like what I watched in that Minnesota Chargers game with Cousins. They're still mm-hmm. like decision-making at the worst possible times. Cousins, you were texting me right after the game about uh, Cousins. They get a f- first down and goal from the six, down four points. Yeah. Was it 41 seconds left? Yeah. And they could have spiked yeah, it. Mm-hmm. They, they, not, not in the Kirk Cousins world. They're not spiking that. Uh, he's just going to. Yeah, it looks off. like a rookie quarterback because even uh, he doesn't have to spike it. Even if he gets the playoff at 25 seconds, you know, um, uh, that's plenty of time. You shouldn't take more than 16 seconds. He's grabbing his helmet furiously. He's like, you might as well just. Um, uh, uh, submitted right there and not even played the rest of the downs. But yeah, that sucked. I don't know. I just feel, and that's the other thing I think about. I, I, th- I like that you think Dak is greater than Zach and Mac. Um, but <laughs> I feel like I feel like all these quarterbacks, we look late in the third quarter, they're all 13 for 26 with 109 yards and an interception. Yeah, Isn't that true. like 20, 20 quarterbacks, especially in the early game? So I don't know what happened. I don't know how long we could... Um, we could keep blaming the preseason, but it looks pretty dismal, doesn't it? Just overall. They, I can't say the quarterback play has been spectacular with the exception of Miami, who is the 99 yeah. Rams reincarnated. Amazing. I was thinking, you know, we love to 
come up with gambling theories and takes on things that then we don't actually follow with common sense and our, our actual money in a smart way. But is there some sort of formula where a team that has a ton of smoke blown up their asses and played really well the week before, <laughs> heading into the next week, favored by seven points or more, because this happened to Baltimore too. Lamar's back, MVP. Oh my yeah. God, here come the Ravens. And then they blow that ridiculous Indianapolis game where Minshew pulls the Orlovsky. Yeah. Game seems like it's over. Then Baltimore can't get a first down. All of a sudden, Matt Gay's having the game of his life and then they lose an OT. But do you think there's something there with the smoke up the ass, let down game the following week, seven points or more? Like, I, I, I got to get something. I think there is something. A team, teams who have won by 20 plus and then are double digit favorites the next week aren't necessarily uh, go out there like gangbusters. But yeah, you're right. That Baltimore game. Well, I always I thought that was weird anyway because it's sort of a sandwich game. It was you know they played Cincinnati last week. They go to yeah. Cleveland next week. Why do they care about beating up on Indianapolis? But you're right. When Minshew stepped out of the end zone, the game should automatically felt like over. it was done. Yeah, Lamar yeah, is going to get Lamar. Yeah. Well, you think the game should have been a four? Yeah, at a policy, I think it should be over. The backup <laughs> walks out of his own end zone with less than five minutes left. <laughs> the rest the game. game. He's like, that's, that's it. it. Everybody the game home. is over. Please go yeah. home. <laughs> We're going to cut down on injuries here. That's it. But yeah, that was a, that was an odd ending. Um, I don't know. I, I I know we get weird results all the time in the NFL, but I really feel like we now nowadays it's like, okay, which bad quarterback is going to screw us in a, in a bet, right? Or which one's going to carry us? Or which mediocre quarterback? Or yeah. in the case of Steelers Raiders, where yeah. they just kept doing calls for Vegas to keep them in the game. There was a... Right. Oh, helmet to helmet call on Mika Fitzpatrick that yeah. how many replays did NBC show and calls are like, yeah. ah, I think right there you can kind of see maybe the face mask raised right. there a little bit. Like, but it's like, no, that didn't happen. And mm -hmm. then the field goal leverage play, which I feel like happens on every single field goal, and they can just conditionally call that on every play or no plays or whatever. And they're showing yeah. replays of that one too. And then they're like, Yeah, you can see that they throw they throw it to Terry, the referee booth guy who's just going to agree with whatever the referee call is, right? <laughs> He's like, yeah, well, that was definitely a leverage play. No question. It's like, really? I didn't see I, it I either. Didn't see well, it. First of all, you got these old men watching 12 hands or, t or 24 yeah. hands as it is. And like, yeah, yeah, no, that was on his back. Uh, secondly, I, I don't know why that's not a rule anyway. Keep the guy from jumping off your back, right? Right. I'm not sure. Well, so they're the refs are catching that play, this obscure yeah. play in the middle of the line, right? right? Out of nowhere. Then in your stupid game, there's just an obvious, unbelievable pass interference. Yeah, that is called. It was in the same drive that Dak eventually threw the pick in the triple coverage. But and we needed that pass ball in the, the end zone. There. Yeah, we yeah. needed it at the one. Absolutely. We watch football. I mean, you watch football all day Saturday and Sunday. I watch football yeah. all day Sunday. Hmm. The only thing I fully understand about pass interference is if the pat the D back is turned away from the ball. And right. he's basically face guarding the receiver and he hits the receiver but doesn't turn his head. Yeah. That's PI. That's what I that's the only thing I've learned in 30 years. It's never and rewarded. This was the play. Yep. Yeah. This is the only time ever I've ever seen where it was like, no, he's just facing the guy crashing into him. Not I'm with you. You know. Underthrows are rewarded all the time. Eli Manning, God bless you. Uh, but the the face guarding thing where the guy does make contact first, I know you could face guard, but when he makes contact first and doesn't ever intend on turning around, that should have been called. I also don't know if that extra point went in either, the uh, one before, but whatever. We, oh, we, I didn't we, think that went we, in either. We screwed ourselves. That was just a terrible outing.
Well, Dallas drops the 10 to 1 on FanDuel for Super Bowl odds. And the Super Bowl odds are really interesting. Hmm. So KC and San Francisco are the co-favorites now, 6 to 1. And, you know, we've been doing, this is like our 17th year doing this. September, there's always like the rabbit team that jumps yeah. out. And maybe it's Miami this year. But there's always, if you go back and you look at these odds in January, like, oh my God, so-and-so mm -hmm. was 6 to 1? That's crazy. KC, San Francisco, 6 to 1. Philly, 7 to 1. Buffalo's plus 950. Dallas and Miami, both 10 to 1. Baltimore, 13 to 1. And then it drops all the way to 23 to 1 in Detroit. So basically, they're saying we have seven contenders and a drop yeah. off. And I was looking at all of those, and I was like, the only one I felt good about for the odds, even a little bit, was Miami 10 to 1. But then you have the two, a concussion thing hanging over that. But Miami's looked like the best team through three weeks. And it's hard for me to believe they're not 6 to 1. Do you feel like that's completely Tua related? Well, it's funny. I'm looking at it. If you had to pick one of the 10 to 1s, let's say the Bills are 10 to 1. I know it says plus 950. Yeah. Bills, Cowboys, and Dolphins, essentially 10 to 1. Yeah, Miami's much Unquestionably better. Unquestionably, you're I, taking Miami. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but to go back to week one, remember when we were saying, oh, the, the narrative is wrong about the AFC being best. The NFC might have the three best teams. I think it's back. I think it's back the other way. <laughs> it's, it's curved back the other way. It's All back. Right. Well, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Chiefs, Bills, and Dolph Bills Dolphins are going to be a great game next week. But um, those three are just as good as anybody, I think. I'll tell you what's still alive is my Pittsburgh, all of our Pittsburgh predictions. Were you in on those? Or no, were you I hated warm? them. You weren't. Yeah, you I hated still those. hate them. I still don't know how um, they score points and win. Yeah. So Pittsburgh's 45 to 1 for the Super Bowl, but they survived. They played, it looks like now, the two best defenses in the league, San Francisco and Cleveland in week one and week two. Mm -hmm. They finally played a normal team today. They got 23 points, but I thought I liked the way they looked offensively for the most part, but just in general, that division where Cleveland's offense, God only knows, you know, their defense mm -hmm. is so incredible, but their offense is, I, I, I can't say I was like knocked out by uh, their offense today. Baltimore, they just lost to freaking Gardner Minshew in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. And then Cincinnati is 0-2 and we have no idea what to make of them either. So, to me, that division is wide open. Um, I'm still you a agree Cleveland with that, guy. Or do you like somebody? Yeah. You still like no, Cleveland no, the most? No, I'm still a Cle I think they should be 3-0. I think they survived that pick six, first play of the game against Pittsburgh. Chubb goes out, and then just craziness at the end. I know Watson was off. Watson's like bumping refs and face masking everybody. The things that quarterbacks don't do. And uh, whatever, that's their quarterback. But You've you've done research on their defense too. They gave up 94 yards. All right, it's against Tennessee, but 94 total yards. 94. If, if Henry yeah. has 94, it's a bad game. But 94 total yards. They've allowed a league low 3.2 yards per play this season for 61% three and outs. It, it's it's insane what they're doing defensively, and they hold everybody to under 10 first downs uh, a game. So that might be enough to to carry them. But it is a good division. Cleveland's 24 to one to win the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. which is low only because it's Cleveland and the Browns have never sure. even played in a Super Bowl. But the D is ridiculous. As you said, six first downs today for Tennessee, 94 yards total. Pittsburgh, nine first downs. Yeah, They scored 12 points, their offense. Cleveland, uh, I'm sorry, Cincinnati in, in week one, six first downs. They scored three points. Their defense has given up 18 points. Their offense has given up 14 points. Yeah. Um, 21 first downs total. And I'll tell you this, the eye test not only backs it up, I've watched every one of their games. Not only does the eye test back it up, this is one of those teams that every time they make a play, 
there's a guy like doing some sort of like personalized celebration. Right. Like there's a swagger to this team mm -hmm. and it feels like they got 15 guys in the field. I can't wait for to see them play a really good offense, but you yeah. know, they're just they're Tannehill had no chance. Once that game was 10 nothing or whatever it was, that game was over. We'll know better this week. They play the Ravens and they're home for that. But they do have, and I'm way jumping the gun here. And they, if they made it to the playoffs, they wouldn't be favored in any, maybe any of the games. But isn't that the kind of defense if it carries a couple months that the Chiefs have 13 points through three quarters? And you're like, oh, what the hell happens? Like, well, they're playing the Browns. This is what's going on. And uh, if they stay healthy, that's, uh, I know that they're, they're not fun. Um, the masses don't want to root for them, but they are, uh, they're exciting to watch on defense. Well, they're built to protect leads and the defense is good enough to continuously give them lead. Lombardi was on this, on his podcast yeah. and some of his appearances about how important Jim Schwartz was going to be when they hired him. And mm -hmm. you could really feel it. And they made some really smart picks. They made some smart signings. Garrett's one of, what, the four or five most impactful defensive guys in the league. There's speed everywhere. For sure. And uh, it is one of those defenses when you're watching it, you're like, man. What what's like the answer against this team? Because brute force isn't going to work. Speed's right. not going to work. So if Tannehill's not going to work, yeah, <laughs> Tannehill's definitely not going to work. But like, I this Miami doesn't play them this year. I'm gonna look that up really quickly. Uh, uh the yo, they do. Is it late? Oh, the Jets play that. No, no, Miami doesn't play them. God damn it! It's the Jets that plays them. <laughs> but they have That'd some be a nice matchup. <laughs> yeah, but Wilson. But it, they might. The Jets might have to forfeit, like when a youth a youth team <laughs> right. like forfeits because they know they're going to get their ass kicked. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Like that defense is so good that maybe there's ways. Like if they can trade for some sort of running back, or maybe Kareem Hunt can blossom into something, and maybe they can get one more piece. Watson had some moments today where I was like, ah, oh, that looked a little Watsony, right? He was okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he was okay. Stats, he wasn't I think, bad. today. Yeah, he, it was. I think he was close to 300 yards, right? Yeah, and that might be the secondary around. where you play to to get right. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, compared to Monday, where he just like seemed like uh, I, I forget about his extracurriculars. He seemed like there was no remorse, and he's just I'm throwing it where I'm throwing. He did have that lateral play, which was crazy, that went viral, where he threw it. Um, that was one yards of the worst the plays of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he, he had 289, was... 27 for 33. You're not gonna do better than that with two touchdowns. Pretty good. Their defense was so good in that game today that I put more money on Pittsburgh because my theory was... Interesting, yeah. Um, the Pittsburgh line stayed basically, they were getting two and a half or three in Vegas. I don't believe in the yeah. Vegas team, but um, people are like, this Pittsburgh, their offense, it's a mess, not Canada. And I was thinking like, well, this Cleveland defense is like the fucking 85 Bears. So there's one right. of the two games they played. Then they played the Niners, who's the best defense of the NFC other than Dallas, who's now banged up. But yeah. I was just like, I, I can we see Pittsburgh play a normal team? So yeah. I don't know. They're in the mix. The from an AFC standpoint, um, it seems like there's a little more depth from like the maybe four to nine or ten spots than there is in the NFC. I if you're gonna talk about who's gonna have the worst seven seed, my money would probably be on the NFC, right? Um, yeah, geez, who would that even be at this point? Is it Green Bay? It's or, be like um, a, yeah, well, Green Bay's not bad. I was thinking it was going to be like Atlanta or Seattle. I guess. Like that. I don't know what to make. I, I know you like Green Bay, and good job by you taking them to win more games than the Bears. You could probably just cash that right now. I'm cashing now. that in, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah just that go, in. go cash that. But, you know, they beat the Bears, who were obviously hideous. 
They lost a terrible game to Atlanta, and I don't know if Carr doesn't go out. I, I still don't know. Did the Saints score in the, the Saints didn't score in the second half, right? So um, I, I'm not sure uh, how how good Green Bay is. Just to stick around that game, I guess um, makes him formidable. But uh, can I can I, I counter? Uh, can I counter sure, your ahead. Green Bay? Please. Um, I just don't like any team. So yeah, this is this is me. I feel like real hurt in your face from the Dallas game. <laughs> like, I, I don't think it's been four hours. It's I been a tough so. week, Simmons. It really <laughs> I know. Has. Well, we're going to talk it. about later at Parent Corner. <laughs> yeah. um, so Green Bay's down 17 nothing in that game against yeah. a Saints defense that's pretty good. They don't have Aaron Jones. They don't mm-hmm. have Watson. And Bakhtiari yeah. didn't play. When I saw those three scratches, I was like, oh, Packers were one of my million-dollar picks. It ended up still losing because I took the minus one and a half. But uh, the comeback was impressive. And they did the thing where they scored to make it 17-9 and they went for two. Right. And they made it. So it was 17-11. And it's one of those things where all the analytics people say, this is what you have to do. I don't really mm-hmm. understand the math. But no. when they got that, it gave them like this weird momentum. Then they got the ball back. It's like, holy shit. They right. could win this game 18-17. And then they actually did. Uh, we got to stay in the NFC North and we're going to take a break because we got to talk about the Bears because we hit rock bottom today with them. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. So Monday Night Football. I like Philly. Sal was thinking maybe Tampa plus seven and a half alternate spread with Jalen Hurts 40 plus uh, rushing yards and Baker Mayfield. 200 plus passing yards. That is plus 256 on FanDuel if you want a same game parlay that. Or you can just say, screw it, Philly's winning. I'm going to do the Philly money line. I'm going to do Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. I'm going to do AJ Brown, 75 yards receiving, and I'll just throw all those together. You do what you want to do. But if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action than right now. Easy to use app, wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, futures, you name it. Visit fanduel.com slash BS and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. You must be 21 plus and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. The Chicago Bears just got annihilated in what will always be known as the Taylor Swift game. We're going to talk about Taylor Swift in the next segment. They have lost 13 straight games. Matt Mm -hmm. Eberflus is only (laughs) the eighth NFL coach in the Super Bowl era to lose 13 straight games. Good for Eight ever. We've had some bad coaches, so you got that. He's 3-17 and 17 overall. They haven't scored 21 points in a game since November 20th of last year. 
they had their defensive co- uh, coordinator resign during the week. And it was one of those Twitter searches that got real dark, but nobody really yeah. knows what actually happened. Right. I don't want to speculate, but uh wasn't Oh, let's great. speculate. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> No, the FBI. So, uh, he he, yeah. he quit because his well because of his well being. Don't you? The FBI is it's fine. a lot of times gets involved in people's. Yeah, uh, there might have been health. some mistakes made. <laughs> yeah. um, I was researching them because we always when we talk about the torture teams, we always talk about like the Lions and the Vikings and the Browns mm-hmm. and the Bills. Um, in the last twenty five years, the Bears have won three playoff games. <laughs> Like, how long can you ride the 85 Bears thing? We, there's people who are 40 oh, who, yeah. who don't remember the 85 Super Bowl at this point. Right. Um, their last seven coaches were Eberflus, Matt Nagy, John Fox, Mark Tressman, Lovey Smith, who's the best of the bunch by far, Dick Duran, and uh, Dave Wanstatt. These are their last wow. seven coaches. Like, doesn't that make you feel better about the Cowboys? Yeah, it does. The best quarterback bi- was Jay Cutler for a year. Their biggest rival is the Packers, and they never ever beat them. Right? That's the yeah, other they, thing. And not only yeah. and got mocked by the Packers quarterback right. year after year. Yeah. And the Justin Fields is just he's not the answer. I don't know what they were going to get smoked anyway. Um, but you know, uh, when you're losing, when you lose forty-one to ten, you expect the losing quarterback to have four hundred yards passing. He had ninety-nine right. yards passing. He had eleven completions. <laughs> no one else. Yeah, he can't even do garbage time yards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand what, what, what goes on there. You know, yeah. And they're the cursed franchise. I thought it was the Colts. I was like, oh, they have the new a-hole owner. They had a lot of off-season stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, no, it's the Bears. Now it's their coach. Now it's their 0-3. Then they have $100,000 worth of equipment stolen this week. Like every, every week, there's a crazy story with them. So Well, and then um, there's the fit. They got Micah Parsons stolen. That's they, right. That's right. They, yeah. They they could have taken when did they take fields 11 mm-hmm. they trade up for him i can't remember but that was in the michael and Parsons patrick range. mahomes will always remind them that he, they passed on him right so Trubisky. of course this was going to be this was going to be a 31 point blowout that we should have just jumped on so silver linings for the bears <laughs> i can't um, help you <laughs> you want to do cross-offs right now cuz i have chicago and denver as our first we never two do absolute it. cross-offs and- do we want to wait because they play each other? Nah, they're both. I, they're two cross-offs. Denver lost right. by Denver gave up 70 points today. And then All I right. was watching the overtime show with Terry Bradshaw, the Fox show. And he's mm-hmm. like, he he does this. They'd been probably on too long. I don't think Terry should be on live TV for more than maybe 20 minutes at a time. But mm-hmm. it's like the 30-minute mark, and he starts going this whole thing about. This is not the quarterback, Sean Payton. Sean Payton doesn't have his quarterback yet. It's like, how is this Russell Wilson's fault? They, <laughs> they gave up 70 up points. <laughs> they up 10 touchdowns. Did he mean, co- mean cornerback? Did he mean cornerback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah, and I think there's a collective um, exhale when Terry gets through the uh, halftime highlights. But uh, I love him. God bless him. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what to <laughs> do about that. All right, I'll cross both of those off. Yeah, I mean Denver's, Denver's my defense best bet is, is yeah. has to be the worst in the league. Not really to mention bad. the Wilson part. Hey, maybe we've seen this happen sometimes with the coaches that come back and they mm-hmm. don't have it anymore. Like, remember when Joe Gibbs came back that time? Right. It's like, oh, Joe Gibbs is back. It's like, yeah, okay. Like you had Landry. He just didn't have his fastball anymore for what four years there. Right. It would be uh, like right now if, mid-80s. If the pa- it, it would be like if Brady retired and the Patriots went 500 for the next four years. Like You're getting there. Yeah. Oh, You'll shit. See. That was a bad example. Uh, um, hey, no, I think you're right. And 
is there a chance he retires? I mean, because we're talking about, oh, Sean Payton, first coach fired. And like, oh, wait, uh, Staley, Staley, you can't forget about him. He just went for it on fourth and whatever in oh his own God. 25. Like, we could talk about that. Um, but does he does he quit? Does he's like, hey, screw this. I don't need this. Uh, our Sean defense Payton? gave up 70. Yeah, I can't come back from this. Well, here's the interesting thing about the about the uh, the Denver piece that I didn't realize. They have their first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. So to me, they're in tank mode now. Like, why not? Yeah. If you're Peyton, you have like, what, a, what was it, like an eight-year contract for like $100 million or whatever it is. Your team sucks. Right. You're going nowhere with everybody you have. You have this Caleb Williams prize that's sitting there. The Bears, so the silver lining for the Bears is they have two cracks at it because they have their own pick, but they also have Carolina's pick. Mm-hmm. Carolina's 0-3. Carolina's going to be in the, in the uh, I don't know, in the Caleb Williams kind of mix. But, is it um, e- is it worth it from an ego standpoint for Sean Payton to tank it, even if you could tank? So that means he would go like two and fifteen or three and fourteen this year, and that means okay, let's say he gets his guy, and even next year he would have to still go like six and eleven at best. Right now you're like three years in, uh, and you're Sean Payton, and you're you know nine and twenty four or whatever it is. I don't know. Cool. I don't know if they play like that. One of the reasons I couldn't get behind them as a playoff team was because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. And Chicago, ironically, is their easiest game next week. And we're going to go, when we do guess the lines, we'll go into whether they're favored or not. But they still have, they have two Kansas City games left. They have two Chargers games left. They're at Detroit. They're at Houston. Houston's super frisky. Yeah. Uh, they have they have to play Cleveland. They're at Buffalo. Like, they have a lot of losses left if you look at their schedule. They have the Chiefs twice in the next five weeks, I think. Is, uh, yeah, so they so, might end yeah. up, if they lose the Chicago game, there's a real chance they could be like 0 and 8, 0 and 9, something like that. And then maybe you'd right. have to think about it. The Bears, they they're gonna get two cracks at it. It was interesting, Carolina, they, you know, they hung with Seattle for a while and they had uh Andy Dalton, who's basically after watching Mac Jones for three hours and then Andy Dalton, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> um, and he's throwing Adam Thielen. I was thinking like, somebody, one of these NFL teams needs to try. It's like almost like an old timers league for the NFL. <laughs> you just get all of these guys. You get like, like Zach Ertz should be on that team and all, all these dudes that are kind of on their last legs. Yeah. And you could kind of put an offense around all those guys that would be pretty confident or competent, right? Like Dalton throwing a Thielen, bring yeah. back AJ Green. Let's get him back in there. DeAndre you Hopkins. put up good big stats, Adam Thielen, but we need you to come in and, you know, score at the end of a game and cover on a two team teaser, not even cover the regular <laughs> spread. <laughs> could you do that once a year? Uh, I have more topics for you. We have we didn't talk about the uh, the drunk coaching bowl yet. Minnesota versus the Chargers, Jeez. a game that I bet on, which is oh no, yeah, I did. I actually did the uh, adjusted. I figured it would be a touchdown or less game, so I did the Vikings. Oh, you plus did it? seven and a half. Oh, good. And I, t- and I did the over under down to fifty two. Oh, okay, and it hit. Because we talked about or I did it to 51 and a half and it hit. I, said, it I hit it by half point. So I actually hit the tease. We but talked about taking both teams plus seven and a half because we knew it was going to be a one too. score game. Yeah, but of course it did. And uh, yeah, that was bizarre. And um, I don't know. People are like, oh, Staley got lucky. He got lucky. He gets to keep his job. Like, does what, should he get to keep his job? Because he keeps getting lucky doing dumb things. Like, if you shot me in the at, at me in the face, if you shot me and missed, like three days in a row. And I'm like, oh, you're lucky. You would have gone to jail if you hit. I'm like, 
No, let's get this guy off the street now because he's really doing damage. Eventually, it's going to be bad. I don't know. He's just so inconsistent, Staley. Like, he had fourth and two from the yeah. 40 against Tennessee last week, 21-17, and punted. It. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes for it here. The, the team must be like, what the F is going on with this guy? I follow... I, I swear this isn't, um, this is going to be a diss. I follow this guy, Seth Wilder on Twitter, who's really good. He has like good analytic stuff and he lay, immediately lays down what the percentages are. Mm -hmm. So when the Chargers went for it on fourth and one, he said their analytics were go 88.9% chance to win the game. If you punt, it was 82.1%. So he said, Brandon Staley made the correct decision. Really? I'll so, never get those. No, hold on. I just disagree. Like yeah. you can, you can give me the math. First of all, that's a 6% difference, which means if you do, if you play the situation a hundred times, one time it's 88 times it works, the other time 82, not right. that huge of a difference. Um, right. But it also doesn't take into account the game itself. Minnesota, yeah. I just want, I just want to punt. And I don't think Minnesota can go 70 yards from uh, watching that whole game. I didn't think they were going to be able to do it. They were going to fuck it up. They're going to do something dumb. Cousins were going to do something dumb. If you shorten the field there, now they have a better chance. That's one thing. The other thing was the play they ran stunk, which they never factor into right. the 88 per se. They mm -hmm. just ran this stupid, what was it, a fullback dive into nine people? Like, if really you're going to run that play, run like with the picket play that he, they won to win the Pittsburgh Use game Herbert. where the roll, yeah. where he rolled out and he had a whole bunch of people and three receivers in front of him or whatever. But they never factor in how bad the plays are with these percentages. So, if you told me like, all right, what are the percentages with the most predictable full, full back dive ever right into the middle? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's going to be 89%. Here would be my analytics. Um, it's, a, it's a little you know unorthodox, but I would ask all um, knowledgeable Vikings fans, do you want them to go here or do you want them to punt? And 107% uh, would say we want them to go for it here. That's my right. analytics. Yes. <laughs> if the opposing team's smart fans want you to do one thing, you do the other. Also because the Chargers of their history be like, yeah. you please go for it. They'll fuck this up. Please, fourth right. the one. I know you guys make a mistake. Exactly. We're going to jump off hey. sides. We're going to do this. Yeah. I mean, so then Cousins comes down and as we described earlier, he fucks up. 40, so 41 seconds left. Just spike it. Now they don't do it. They end up losing the game. There was more than that though. Like Herbert, I think was, Herbert was incredible today. He was 40 mm. for 47. But there yeah. was some stat where Brian Flores blitzed him on like 82% of the, of the passes. The Vikes were like, no, nope, this, this is the one where the blitz is going to work. It's like, <laughs> the blitz is never working. It's, it's right. failing every time. Um, all, both sides, the, the, uh, just, the, just the strategy, it was just exactly the monstrosity that you would have guessed. So I guess Minnesota's done now. They're 0-3. I don't, I don't really see a roadmap. And, and you by were the right. 0-3 in close games. And one sport and one score yeah. games. And you pointed that to that last year. I think they were 11-0 and or 11-1 and yeah. last year. Now, obviously, 0-3. And, and uh, yeah, and and the Thursday night game is pits the two 2-0 teams and the Vikings and Bears are at 0-3. I don't know if they're a cross-off yet because you're, you're right. They could be. That they're not a cross-off yet. Be, that seven seed could be bad. Could be like 9-8. and eight. One thing with Minnesota is their receivers can get open. And yeah. it, it always feels like they have plays downfield at all times. I I don't know what Madison's stats were today, and maybe they were better than the eye test, but he just doesn't seem like an everyday, every down back to me, which maybe is right. one of the reasons they traded for Cam Akers. But it feels like they're a running back short. And I know they've had a couple injuries too, but um, 
All right, so that game was ridiculous. I yeah, he, had 90, he actually had 93 yards and 20 carries, but uh, it just wasn't about that. But that, they, they but did just you feel when you numbers. when you watch him, does he feel like a no? Nah. Like he doesn't feel like Dalvin Cook the last couple of years, or anything right. like that. Um, You're right. I left that game feeling worse about both teams. I don't know if that's possible. I know the Chargers <laughs> won, but I don't feel good about them at all. Uh, another thing they're the that worst, happened, they're the two worst teams in sports. Let's put it, put it that way. <laughs> they really are. Another thing that happened, Houston not only yeah. beats Jacksonville, I didn't put that game on until they took a lead. I didn't, they didn't make my initial cut. And mm. uh, that was an ass kicking. But they were... Just better. It really was. That wasn't that wasn't fluky. That wasn't like Dallas, Arizona. You can be like, ah, all right. Dallas got a little lazy at the start. They fell behind. A couple dumb penalties. Houston was better than Jacksonville, and I don't know what to make of that one. Yeah, I think what to make of it is both South divisions are kind of up for grabs, and this is what we're going to see every time they yeah. play each other. You know. Um, and uh, the other thing is, we talked about it last week on Guess the Lions. Damn, the odds aren't up, but. Uh, but Stroud for Offensive Rookie of the Year was 10 to 1. And oh, yeah. I know everyone's saying Bijan, Bijan this, and he was no, like 250 Stroud, or 300. Stroud's got to be the favorite. That, that's got to be way about less. His, did you see the yeah. stat about his passing yards? Most career no, passing yards in first three games. Cam Newton won, Justin Herbert two, Stroud three, Mahomes four, Luck five, Baker Mayfield six. He's 906 passing yards in three games. He's on, only three guys have ever done it. And eye test-wise, it's fucking unbelievable. Love it. I'm really confident. I like his receivers. Mm -hmm. You know, Nico Collins and Dell, who are like, if you're in fantasy leagues, you know who these guys are and people are bidding on them. But big, physical, fast guys who make plays. And Robert he's Woods got... Is fine there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. and he's got a shitload of confidence. Um, mm -hmm. I like that team. I, I got to say, AFC South odds... Um, Jacksonville plus 150. I don't like that at all. I, I mm -hmm. just don't think Jacksonville's look good. Tennessee plus 220. We have that from earlier in the year. What do we have that at? Like plus 390 or something like that? Yeah, it was in the threes plus, there. I, yeah. I just wish, I don't know what I wish. I, I didn't like what I saw today, but I, I also think they can compete with Jacksonville. I think you throw out Cleveland games because they're, cause yeah, they're D. Mm -hmm. Indy's plus 280, which actually seems too low. And then Houston plus 750 didn't seem like a crazy long shot to me. They have a lot of talent. On both I like sides. That a lot. And I liked I like Nico Ryan's. And I was thinking like Sean Payton murdered the new coach theory. We talked a lot about before the season about Sean Payton, new coach. This is usually works, but I was scared. I stayed away from them. And I was like, I don't know who the new coach is. Who is it? Maybe it's D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. I had Weirder an apology for him. I apologized for him for what's about to happen. I guess I jumped the gun. On uh, Ringer Wise Guys today, I was like, D'Amico Ryans, I'm sorry. You deserve a better job than this. You're going to get blamed, um, just like the last two Houston coaches were. They were all both one and dones, but this is o Bill O'Brien's mess still. And uh, mm. just hang in there. But yeah, he's doing more than hanging in there. They have some, they get to play Carolina later this year. They get to play Arizona. They still get to play, uh, they get to play Jacksonville again. They get Tennessee mm. twice. They have an Indianapolis game. They get they're at the Jets. They're home for Denver. They got there's a path for nine wins for them. And before the year, Houston ten plus wins was plus five fifty. Houston to win the playoffs was plus five twenty, and Houston to win the division was ten to one. Yeah. And now it is plus seven fifty. And I gotta say that division looks wide open to me. You got Jacksonville going to London now. And they're playing two straight London games. God only knows what's gonna happen. 
right. after they come back from that. But I don't know. I, I you know, didn't feel, I feel like, like, like the game was a fluke. I love going over odds and everything, but I, I feel like both South divisions, we talk about way too much. I really do. I feel like it's, it, it's like I, not, these teams aren't going to make a dent in the playoffs. I'm sorry. This is, this is like uh, us talking like a half hour about Pete Buttigieg's candidacy and the Democrat. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a nice guy. seems smart, <laughs> but what, what, why are we spinning our wheels here? They're not going far. With that said, NFC South division odds. <laughs> New, Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans plus 145. Oh. Atlanta plus 160 and Tampa plus 290. And Tampa might lose by 30 tomorrow night. I have no idea. I, at gunpoint, I would say New Orleans just because yeah. I, I thought Atlanta, Detroit, and Detroit was really good today. I've been very dubious to Detroit, but their yeah. defense locked down Atlanta and they're basically like, you're not running the ball against us. Desmond mm -hmm. Ritter, if you could beat us, Godspeed. And he couldn't do anything and they scored six points. Um, while but Tampa thought, was four to one, you pointed this out, and they yeah. didn't even play in their plus two ninety, obviously because New Orleans and Atlanta lost. But um, and Carr that's got interesting. hurt. Yeah, we yeah. don't know when he's coming back. Um, quickly, you want to talk uh, Zach versus Mac? What was it like <laughs> as an innocent bystander? I got to say, it just seemed boring. It seemed rainy. It seemed like the turf couldn't even handle the rain. Like nothing was working out in that game. But. Uh, I, I didn't love it so much, but well, you you must have been nervous at the end. I mean, it really it seemed like a beatdown until the fourth quarter, and then uh, you got outscored seven to two, and it was almost enough. I was nervous the whole game. Um, Mac Jones had three points in the second half. Mm -hmm. Since week eleven last year, the Pats have scored. 10, 26, 10, 27, 24, 18, 23, 23, 20, 17, 15. We're going down. We're less than 20 points a game in the last 11. Um, the defense, which it was weird. The announcers didn't mention it. They had a lot of defensive linemen like going out or, you know, a couple guys got hurt and the pass mm -hmm. rush kind of slowed down and Zach Wilson started to get confident. Right. And there was like a 20 minute stretch there where I think every Pats fan was thinking this could be <laughs> rock bottom in about an hour. Like if we fucking lose to a Zach Wilson comeback, yeah. And Belichick loses to the Jets and we go to 0-3. Like, this is rock bottom. Like, what happens now? Because the schedule yeah. gets hard the next couple of weeks. But the but defense this is exactly what we thought, right? We thought this game goes way under and the Patriots win by, um, if they're given two and a half, take them. They'll win by three or four or maybe 10. But, you know, it's going to be in the in the mid-20s or 30s, right? I mean, this is, we called this one and we called the Minnesota uh, Chargers game. Almost exactly. I hate to be the Boston like the Boston radio guys, because I know what they're going to do tomorrow. And they're going to be like, Max sucks. He's terrible. Get him out of here. He's a bum, all that stuff. He's just not good. Like he, he doesn't make big throws in big moments ever. He has, right. I, I said this on Thursday, he has one come from behind win in 36 starts now. They had two third downs in the fourth quarter where all they had to do is complete like third and three, third and five. And they had, it's not only that we don't complete the passes, it's these like, precision lob passes to backpedaling receivers who don't realize that the ball was thrown over the wrong shoulder. And it's like, mm -hmm. they're fucking disasters. And these are like the biggest plays of the game where it's like, all we need is a, like that play to, that Pickett made today on third down. Just yeah. He rolled out, he threw it to his guy, the guy was open and that was it. The game was over. The Pats can't even do that. All right. It's well, really here's rough. my, here's my, uh, Here's my devil's advocate. And I thought Romo did a decent job uh, pointing out that nobody was open this whole game. None of the Jets receivers, 
Yeah. Now the Patriots, but but who honestly, who's who is he embarrassing? Farrell Brown, Kendrick Bourne, Devontae Parker. What have they loaded this guy up with? Juju Smith Schuster's good for one or two receptions. I don't know. But this is like now we're In turning into like the youth sports parents who's like, the coach won't play my kid enough. It's like yeah. at some point, Mac's gotta have a good game and he's gotta make good throws and he's gotta make like some have some awesome comeback or something. Like, what are we going to, he's going to have a hundred starts where it's yeah. like, oh man, if he only didn't have, I don't know. I, I, I have a lot of trouble watching it. And I really don't think, I like I watched Andy Dalton today in that Seattle game. I'm like, Andy Dalton's better than Mac Jones right now. He's this. Yep. And I don't even think yep. Andy Dalton's good. You have the cap. Well, I said, everybody's the same. Everyone's 15 for 29 for 201 with a touchdown or an interception or something. I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm so down on all the quarterbacks in the league. And you play Dallas next week. There's your comeback. You'll be you'll be thrilled with that win. Ugh, that is exciting. Um, all right, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna uh, bring in a special guest to talk about this Taylor Swift. Oh, Travis Kelsey combo. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game, and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside. LDA 21 and up. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, before we talk about uh, Taylor Swift, Buffalo, who lost that weird Aaron Rodgers game week one, Looked awesome last week against the Raiders. Looked really good today against Washington. Um, and the Super Bowl odds have reflected the Buffalo. Are they back? I was the Buffalo. I thought they were overrated, the whole thing. That's your biggest bias, right, Buffalo? Because when they lose, I don't think it's, it's like, a bias huh. because we, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like, I'm going to, I don't want to lose with money. I'm too. So. No, but, but, well, no, I get it. Yeah, we get hit. Their defense. There's, a, there's accountability because you and I actually lose money uh, other than yeah. uh, other people saying, just saying shit. But, you know, when they beat the Raiders, like, oh, the Raiders suck. And then when they they house the the Washington Commanders, you're like, house, your team sucks, you know. But right. uh, we, we, we'll go to all lengths to not give them credit. But I do think they're kind of back, especially with that defense. Yeah, it feels. So if you're going to make the, the Jets game. That's you know, the weirdest game of the year. Well, you're just, you know, Rodgers gets hurt four games in. Maybe there's a letdown when that happens in real time. But you're on the other team like, oh, my God. They bring in Zach Wilson. This game's over. We got this. And you just, mm -hmm. it's Monday night. It's so maybe it's explainable. Maybe that was, we were talking about what's the weird game from week one. 
Maybe it's that game, the fact that Had Zach be. Wilson beat the Bills. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'm not going to admit defeat on the Bills, but I I think I was too down on them. So I'm trying to factor that in toward next week when we have this uh this Buffalo Miami game. I mean, James that, uh, Cook was close to 100 yards again. He had 98. I I just think it's good. a different team when when stuff like that is happening and and Josh Allen is actually running and not fumbling. I mean, that's interesting. All right. Our buddy Nathan Hubbard is here. Not only does he host our golf podcast with House, he also hosts every single album, Nora Princiati, which has chronicled a lot of Taylor Swift stuff, especially this summer, which was the summer of Taylor. Nathan's world's collided today as this <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift relationship, which seemed like fun and we like, oh, this is so cute. It'll never happen. Then all of a sudden she's at the fucking game. What a genius. There's three late games, Nathan. Nothing's happening in any of them. We don't know that Arizona is about to beat Dallas. It's like, God, give us something exciting. And then all of a sudden, there she is in the box. Super convenient that the Chiefs play the Jets next, next week on Sunday night football oh, yeah. in New York City, where she lives less than two weeks before the movie uh, comes out. The only question now is whether her concert film is going to gross 100 or $150 million, I think. it's Look, it's one of three things. It's either an incredible PR stunt for the movie and for this album that she's re-releasing at the end of October, 1989. It, it's the second thing is it's really hard to be famous and impossible to meet people. And like, who says no to like a handsome tight end guy and the mom's there. So it's safe or it's both. I, I think you got to fall in one of three camps. Well, she has definitely over the years, you know, I don't want to say every time, but there's been some relationships that seem strategic for lack, lack of a better word. Like, I, do you think she'd be dating Travis Kelsey if it was March? <laughs> I Look, those question. exes, it's not fared particularly well for the exes. Like John Mayer, Jake Gyllenhaal, Joe Jonas just this week. Not great for these guys. They're all single and excommunicated. So Travis is really going out on a limb now. I mean, the good news is in the offseason, listen, when the, when the Chiefs lose to the Dolphins in the AFC Championship game, Oh, Super Bowl week, she's playing in Tokyo, so he'll probably retire and be there and can travel through Europe and the rest if the thing keeps going. But it, it hasn't gone great for exes, so let's see what happens. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you something? Uh, wouldn't Ideally, wouldn't it be the greatest, though? And I know they named Usher as the halftime performer, but <laughs> if it had been Taylor Swift and this relationship went kaput in November... And she's singing the Travis Kelsey breakup song at halftime while Travis Kelsey's in the locker room ready to play the 49ers or whatever the second half. That would be the the best. How do we arrange that, Nathan? I, you can get I, in on that. I think I think we're off script. At this point, there's a oh. level of artists who have decided that the NFL should pay them instead yeah. of them showing up. Although, look... It, it seemed like this was the first time they met in person. I don't know. There's some video of them walking out. She's not holding hands with him. She's a hugger. She hu hugs everybody. They got in his Camaro and drove off into the Kansas City night. He's wearing like a Canadian tuxedo. It, it's kind of the best American moment since like Hulk Hogan playing the guitar in front of the American flag. I'm super proud of her, him. This is terrific. We should be behind this. The fan you know base is psyched about this. Yeah, I was well. That was my next question, but it felt like a Raya date that we were all just got to be witnesses <laughs> to. Like the men on Raya, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna hey. be, uh, I'm gonna be at Arrowhead on Sunday. You want to come down? Yeah, I'll come down. You can sit with my mom. Yeah, yeah. and she, then look, she's been dating 
for the last eight years British people who look like tuberculosis patients. And so this feels like Independence Day for most fans. Like they're just so psyched that we have a handsome, as yeah. far as we know so far, unproblematic American. It, it's it, the fan base is embracing him in ways I didn't expect. So we talked about whether Mahomes, Mahomes was the most famous like face of the league. And then now that Rogers is out, like who are the next couple guys, right? And I always thought Kelsey is like one of the five or six most famous NFL players we have now. Lots even of commercials. Dating Taylor, even yep. dating Taylor Swift, like he hosted SNL. That's a good sign that yeah. he's pretty famous. But even dating Taylor Swift for two months, I think makes him the second most famous football star now, right? Who's more fa- like he, That makes wow. him more famous than Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Mac Jones. Then there's my guy. You know, I think yeah, you're right. You I think he's right there. No, Jones no, no. Jones. I think I know. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, my team's terrible. Uh, you know, but I, I thought about this. They could technically flex that Jets-Chiefs game. I'm almost positive. And I wonder if this, they're probably not taking the Chiefs off Sunday night anyway, but I, I know they don't love having to deal with Zach Wilson and all the blowouts we saw today is ugly. But I wonder if they check in with Taylor first. You might be right, Nathan. It could be like, hey, you gonna be there? Can you give us a little little bump here? Just just make sure, just in case it's forty three to six in the third quarter. I wonder she, if she, that factors in. She's one hundred percent. Listen, she should could play quarterback next week, and it'll go well. Carrie right. Underwood showed up to the Vegas Steelers game mm-hmm. tonight, and nobody talked about it. Carrie Underwood was the uh, unfortunate uh, uh, recipient of, of the of the Taylor Swift thing. There just there's no breaking through the PR thing. I, I the the only person who could break through at this point is is TB12. Bill, I'm surprised that TB12 didn't shoot his shot. I think he he overthought it. Like he was watching mm-hmm. too much game film. Like thinking about his way in, Travis Kelsey ran a six-yard dig, just put it out on social media that he wanted to date her, and it worked. I just no one ever thinks how easy it is to make it happen. I guess pretty strong uh, last couple weeks for her because she was at the MTV whatever awards, yeah, and she was winning over everybody with her reactions. I thought her her luxury suite reactions. On a scale of one to Giselle, I thought was a little better than Giselle. Like some of the Giselle f- fist pumps and screams, oh, yeah. and I thought yeah. I felt I feel like she had studied what to do and not do in the suite, and just like realized pure joy and putting the arms up and going nuts was the way to go. Right? She yeah, had well, to have studied this. Well, screaming "Let's fucking go" in the ear of the mom on the first date is a solid <laughs> move. <laughs> I would have appreciated a few outfit changes, but I guess it's fine for the first shot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, they can only fit so much in that tiny bag they let in the stadiums. But she's always felt like the theater nerd. She's now the prom queen. But don't... Look, don't underestimate what she did. She's in the box. She was eating chicken tendies with like self-made French dressing. She was mixing the ketchup and the ranch dressing, which was solid. She was drinking vodka cranberries. Again, she, she cleaned up the suite as she left. This is an all-American girl. She she belongs in the Midwest doing Midwest things. Mm. It, it, it was a solid performance. So she cleans up basically the entire female population first. I'm just talking like last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Then gets all the country fans too. Wins their respect. Then gets the dads because yeah. the dads are all going to the concerts with their daughters and some boyfriends, maybe a couple husbands, but really the dad demo. And they're all going to these concerts and they're going, man, she's really good. I'm impressed. 44 yeah. songs. Yeah. Cranking it. So wins that. But the last demo that she couldn't get because there was no way for her to get it is this football demo. Right. The biggest demo we have. The most important population of people. 
Yes, but it started... You can trace the origin story here to J.J. Watt because she opened in Arizona. That was the first show that she played. J.J. Watt went, JJ Watt went and posted a video about the physical feat of playing for three hours and 15 minutes and 44 songs. I think he made it okay for football guys to be into this. And immediately, there's Aaron Rodgers in the box. There's a bunch of like alpha dudes. John Cena's showing up at the show. And sure enough, you got Travis Nathan Hubbard's Kelsey. there. Whatever. <laughs> shooting Travis Kelsey shooting his shot on his podcast, which who knew? All it took was a friendship bracelet and a dream. And here, here he is. <laughs> it really, the lesson as always is shoot your shot. What an unbelievable uh, just great work by Travis Kelsey. Could I say one demographic she hasn't won over, I think? Patrick Mahomes' wife. <laughs> For I bet sure. that's going to be a bitter, bitter, bitter uh, double date if that happens. Jackson Mahomes, not psyched to be... Jackson, another one. Yeah. <laughs> boxed out of the TikToks. I got to give uh, credit to my friend Tommy Alter. He went to the SNL taping when Kelsey was the host like a year ago. And I think I might even mention this on the pod. And he left the taping because Kelsey kind of killed it when he was the host. He was really good. And he was like, I think Kelsey's going to be like an A-list celebrity. Like, I think Mm. he's going to be like The Rock. I think he's going to be a movie star and he's going to be in action films and he's going to have this whole career after football. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, that's my prediction. So he texted me today. He was like, remember my Kelsey prediction? And I was thinking like, this is like, this is how it goes, right? It would have yeah. seemed inconceivable that The Rock was going to be this A-plus list movie star in the late 90s. We would have predicted he was going to make some movies, but then at right. some point it became realistic. Maybe maybe this will be. So who knows? They might break up in a week, Nathan. And then she, what would her breakup song be? It would be called Incomplete or Not So Tight. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Hopefully not that. <laughs> third down and 30? Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to say no on the second one, but it, it's not It's not going to end well for Travis Kelsey. Time I to do punt. the gamble. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I spiked his ass. I don't know. Yeah. yeah something like that. Yeah. Unsportsmanlike? It, 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 it probably doesn't end well, but we, we should root for it only again because... Uh, this is the first American she's dated in a very, very long time. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm with your you. co-host Nora Princiati, who hosts the Ringer NFL show and hosts every single album. Yeah, I actually thought like her brain might break today. I was no, glad to see she was coherent. No, no, she's not coherent. We we have about a four hour long text thread where she's sort of coming <laughs> to grips with it. it. It reads like any sort of stages of grief. Yeah, and she eventually got there, but she, she still does not believe this is real. Her her move is uh, they had never met until today. There was a text thing back and forth. Her crew was like, just go. Who cares? His mom is there. It's safe. I I haven't heard from her since she got in the Camaro and drove off into the sunsets, Mm. (laughs) which might mean that she had heart failure or it might just mean, you know, she's still processing. But this is a big night for Nora. Sal, I wish we had a friend who who could have been a strategic date for for Taylor at some point. We're, too, we're probably too old now because she's in her uh, but it would have been fun are, to know somebody who was like, oh, this would actually, like Carson Daly in the in the early 2000s yes. when he was Carson dating everybody. Daly, that would have been perfect. Ha- John Hamm, second, right? Oh, John Hamm, maybe, yeah, maybe John Hamm, that could, that could still happen. He's married now. I think he's married. I well, I, don't I feel like I don't this know. is going to have dramatic ramifications on the Chiefs season one way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because Taylor... 
when she gets involved, shit, shit goes down. And yeah. she always wins. She is the one who wins in the end every time. Usher, right. Usher announces he's playing the halftime show. And four hours later, she's sitting in the box drinking vodka crayons with Travis Kelsey's mom. It's just a spectacular, just what a spectacular I, stealing. Of the all time, the best year any musician has had since Ever. Michael Jackson, what, 84? 83. Yeah. It's, it, it's not a debate. It, it is, I think it probably is. She got U.S. senators and football announcers, the two stiffest motherfuckers on the planet to just parrot and do her lyric puns incessantly on national television. It's really the sneakiest ninja marketing <laughs> campaign in the history of music. Nate, who are we betting in the Ryder Cup? Uh, we're betting the U.S. only because House has gone so deep on Europe. You know what that means. Anytime House goes deep on anything. Just short House? Yeah. You zig, you zig when he zags. Uh, but I, I really think... Bryson DeChambeau's complaining about not getting a call. All the today, the the women on the Solheim Cup uh, tied, and therefore Europe retained the cup. So I think the U.S. is ready to kick ass. They were unbelievable two years ago. Don't overthink it. We're going to kick ass this week in Rome. Simmons, do you All find right. it curious that Nathan was uh, the third judge in House Eats Three, and uh, the third and deciding judge in a, a contest that I lost? And now he hosts a podcast for the guy uh, with Two the guy podcasts. that he voted for, but with the guy that beat me, he, he cast his vote, and oh. now he's yeah. I, I mean, whatever. Sal. It was many Sal. many years ago. Yeah, Sal, it's been so long you forgot. Then when you started throwing up on everyone, yeah. I changed my vote. Oh, you did. I voted for yeah. When you started projectile vomiting, yeah. Sal, he, he was your only vote, Sal. Oh, yeah, that's lost okay. to one. Yeah. Right. Well, I lost consciousness, him. so I forget really uh, what <laughs> actually went down. So, right. That is controversial that one of the three house seats, three judges now hosts a pod with house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. it's like a pro publica investigation of this. How dare you? All right. <laughs> so you can hear uh, the Fairway Rolling podcast. Nate and House are going to uh, break down all the Ryder Cup stuff. And then I'm sure there'll be in every single album at some point. Good to see you, Nathan. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. This episode is brought to you by Peloton Spring the best time of the year to dial your fitness routine up a notch. You know it's going to happen. It's going to get warm. You're going to start wearing shorts. You're going to start wearing bathing suits. You're, just, you're not going to be able to cover up behind those big coats anymore. Also, it's nice outside. Get outside. Do stuff. Or you don't have time to get outside. I got Peloton for you. Whether you have five or 60 minutes, Peloton's workouts were made to challenge you. Classes like boot camps, Full body strength, boxing, marathon training are created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in and you won't feel bad about not being outside. Peloton's expert coaches, challenging classes, and nonstop vibes will keep you coming back for more. 
Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right. This is an action-packed podcast sound. We don't even have an emotional parent corner. It hasn't even happened yet. I uh, know. We're already at almost the hour mark. This is great. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Yep. Guess I also have a surprise we- for you. I also have a birthday surprise for you uh, towards the end, but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Let's well, you were also supposed to work on on Bill McAfee. Well, that's the surprise. All right. Yeah, okay. I know. All it's right. a well, surprise wait. that I thought you forgot about. Okay. Yeah. No, I didn't forget. <laughs> Guess the lines week four. You're winning two, oh, and one. I'm like, like basically the Bears. Thursday yeah. night, really good Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think this is probably one of the best four games of the week. Packers-Lions in Green Bay. And, uh... Hard to guess this one. I wonder, is it, you think this is one of the reasons they rested, or not rested, but scratched Jones and Watson and Bakhtiari when they knew they had this Lions game Oh, coming? interesting. Yeah, because if they play Sunday, they're not going to play Thursday. Yeah, it's yeah, like you're risky, right? right? Uh, I have Packers minus one and a half. I had Packers minus one, and it's Detroit minus one and a half. So I get mm. that one. But I have a theory on these one and one and a half. They all flip. They always flip this year. And I think Green Bay was involved in two games where they flipped. Today, they flipped. From, they were one yep. and a half. Now they're like, and against Atlanta, the same thing. So I, I'm not going to be too upset if I'm off by three points the wrong way here. I think the Packers should be favored in this game. And I don't 100% trust Goff on a Thursday night in Lambeau Field. Goff still... Mm. Do you, do you, like I know Detroit's been pretty good this year, and Goff's had some good stats for a while, but I still don't trust him a hundred percent. Like he'll have well, it for every once in a while. Like, oh, there it is. He did. He's back. I just listen, I'll never be convinced. He has three interceptions in the last two games. He went yeah, forever he before doing that. So maybe you know, good team, solid run game. They put uh, Hutchinson's all and everybody's grilled the whole time. But yeah, you're getting uh, you're getting the old Goff a little bit here. I thought their defense was legitimately good today. I was impressed. Yeah. I didn't know how much of it was the fact that um, Atlanta just, with the Ritter piece of it, they ju- they're just not threatening at all in a passing game. Sunday, marquee game. This is the best game of the year so far. Bill's Dolphins. A couple good ones. Yeah, I wish this was in, it's in Buffalo. I wish this was in December, but I guess we have to take it when we take it. It's in Buffalo, and it's a red-hot Miami team that has scored 130 points in three games. We didn't even really talk about the 70 they dropped. The speed that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, this Devin Chain, who didn't even play the first couple games and comes in and he almost in some ways seemed better than Mostert. He's just extending the lead with these long plays. And um, Mostert might be a top three back now that Nick Chubb is out, right? Like it's just, it, it's, it, it's the offense. You're right. They do feel like they have a different gear. Do you know he's the only guy I have in all three of my leagues? Mostert. Mostert? Yeah. Wow. I have, I, and it was not intentional, but I ended up with him in two. So then I was like, all right, I, got, I guess I got to go all in on him. Are um, you counting the Patriots defense too? Because I know you have like six defenses in our league. Were you mad that I picked up the Pats defense? For, that as wasn't a third? Fun. You hate when I have three defenses. Yeah, I don't like that. It doesn't make sense. Oh. Well, sometimes it's an advantage. <laughs> I have the Bills favored in this game against Miami, but not by three. I think it is Bills by two and a half. All right, you got it. It's two and a half. I said three, and we're on a text chain where you know with the ringer wise guys. Picked. And I'd already and, picked. And, well, they said two and a half, and you're like, I already picked. I said, and, and Simmons is going to see this now. All right, fine. It's two and a half. I think that's it. the right line. I don't think it should be Bills by three. Really? 
And I think this line's going to go down. Hmm. I think this ends up at like maybe Bills minus one or maybe even Bills pick them would be my guess. I mean, they were both blowouts. We'll never, we won't see a blowout like the Miami Denver blowout in a while, but the Bills dominated too. It's, it's, I, I like, I like the fact that we're getting them at their best right now. Great game. It's a must watch. It's mm-hmm. definitely uh, the first like kind of must watch afternoon game we've had. I have two watchable games. The first one, just because it's us, Cowboys, Patriots. Always fun yeah. when our teams play. Catching you guys at a nice time with uh, a bunch of O-line injuries. Digs out for the year. Sorry about that. Never never like to see guys go out that for sucks. the year, but that did feel like a bad omen. I think you're bad omen. The guy has 18 interceptions in less than three years worth of starts. It's more than more than a bad omen. Yeah, it's 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 lousy. All right. Yeah, it was like after after 96 straight hours of everybody talking about how great the Cowboys defense is and how great Parsons is. Is Parsons the best defensive guy since? And then Diggs just goes down in practice. Not good. Um, Not good. Cowboys, I have minus seven. Against the Patriots. Ooh, I think you get this. Hey, I said five and a half, and it's six and a half. I'm surprised you went that high. You get it. My team sucks. What are you talking about? Yeah, but don't you think we barely beat Zach Wilson? He was getting booed by these poor fans that were just getting, it was pouring rain, and they were just watching Zach Wilson go three and out, three and out, and I thought they were going to charge the field, and we won by five. But you think that Arizona defense, that coach, like, schemes up, better than Belichick will be able to defensively for against this Cowboys team? I don't know. I, I will say this. We're catching you the perfect week where yeah. offensive line's banged up, yeah. you know, well, coming the off the loss. at the perfect week, but yeah. I know what you're saying. No, the penalties are, are, are really bad. Those pre-snap penalties are just, there's nothing worse than watching something like that. I'll tell you who looked pretty good today. Zeke Elliott. Yeah. He, he had a little pop. Maybe he's ready for a little revenge game against his old team. See, that's what I mean. Like you, you, you would never think, no, but you would never think he'd have as many. Did he have more carries than Stevenson? Like, like they, they, they screw that up or, or they switch it up so much. You don't know what to expect. He could do something. Ste- I, Stevenson's been really disappointed this year. He had a play yeah. today where they had a screen pass for him and it was going to, like, and Romo was right. breaking it down after. It was like, that would have been like a 30 yard play. He just dropped it. Mm-hmm. But I think as like a pass catcher, you know, ye- this is yet another year. It's the curse of James White where every other team has like, who's that guy in your team this year? That guy who made like five great plays Donald, today, that running yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Every team has one guy like that, except the Pats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Zeke had 15, 16 for 80. Uh, Ramondre yeah, he 19 was good for today. 59. Yeah, that good. hard yards. Next game is uh, for the watchables is Cleveland hosting Baltimore. I think this is more than watch. What's what's more than watchable? Super watchable? It's super watchable. This is we're gonna know a lot about both teams. I, like I think this, game. this is another um catching the other team in a good week because the Ravens have had a lot of injuries. And mm. if they don't have their offensive line, the Stanley's still out and the center's still out. And uh if they don't have their full offensive line, this could be a tough day for Lamar. I have the Browns favored. By one and a half. Ah, oh, damn it. I thought I was going to steal it from you. I had one and a half also, and that's exactly what it is. Browns by one and a half. Very, very good game. I don't know if it's catching him at the right time. I think catching, I, there's the in- injury part of it too, but I think it's like, you know, a team like the Ravens don't really lose two in a row a lot, right? So, true. had they won, you know, it might have been a different story. 
I did something today, betting wise, and I did it in million dollar picks too, that I swore I wasn't going to do all year because the Browns line was like either three or three and a half. Or there was juice on the three. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to make it easier. In real life, I was like, oh, money, I'll do a money line Browns and I'll put Cowboys Chiefs money lines with it. Uh, and I'm then sorry. I can I can knock the juice down. And yeah. heading into the air, I was like, this is the one thing I'm not going to do this year is that. If I like a team, I'm just going to bet them. I did that in week one, New Orleans, Carolina. I think that mm-hmm. was week one. I was like, you know what? I'm not three and a half. I'm not scared. I'm just going to do it. And then I I talked myself into Sean uh, and then all of a sudden I'm trying to hedge this Browns bet that I love the whole week uh. and I have losing money on it because you're a stupid team. But I'm just saying that's the last time I'm doing that. If I like somebody at three and a half, I'm just betting it. I'm not thinking about it. And if they win by three and they don't cover, fine. But it's much better than getting the game right and then losing because of some right. stupid parlay. I'm not you doing that buy anymore. It. You could buy it to three, too. I feel like it's I'm in Gamblers Anonymous right now. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. This is all this is, My right? name is Bill. I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> all right. I have eight fairly watchables. Oh. And right. only one poop vector game. And then one for a new category that I can't wait to share with you. Fairly watchables. First one, Jags, Falcons in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying the rating is going to be down for this this year because it's going to be going against Ringer Wise Guys on FanDuel TV. Oh, it's yeah. That's like Sunday that. morning show. Show is great again today. I like go. that there I texted go. in a bet and you guys just ridiculed me for like two minutes. Just Did trying to help the show out. <laughs> now the Falcons lost. The Colts part, the Colts won. The Colts money line hit. And so did Pittsburgh. That was nice. I, I almost hit the bet. I, I texted nice. you that it was Colts. It was uh, Colts, Steelers. Mm-hmm. And Washington, maybe, weren't the commanders in Washington? In Washington, yeah. was there, it was like twenty-seven to one. Right, and I right, texted right. that, and then you guys ridiculed me for two minutes. So. That's right. Um, well, that's all we can do. That's what we do best. We don't we don't give out picks, but Jags, Falcons, London. I'm going to say Jags minus three. Yeah, you get that. I went a little lower. I thought it'd be one and a half, but um, but both were subpar performances, but I guess you got to give, I guess it kind of is a home game for Jacksonville, right? And they're there next week too. I think there's a chance the Jags might be the, they sucked him. They secretly mm. sucked him. Cause you think like week one, they sucked for three quarters then they played one good quarter and they stole that game. Week two, Kansas city, the chiefs were dying to give them that game. They couldn't take it. And then they got their asses kicked today by the Texans. There's a chance they might just not be good. Now, they don't have their left tackle still, and I think he comes back after this game. So maybe that'll be yeah, it what doesn't, propels them. They could also go 7-10 and 10 and win this division. Not that I want to talk about this division. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, we're don't, not talking don't, about it. Don't read into that at all. Yeah. Well, our next game is Steelers at Houston. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was one of the moved. toughest guests the Lions. I had Steelers by two in Houston. Uh, I think it's more... Yeah, it was four. It went to three and a half. I had three, so I get okay. this one. That's too high. Yeah, they don't trust Houston yet, and I guess Pittsburgh does have two wins. This will be a nice test for Stroud. If he succeed against this defense. Real deep. I, I can't believe how all in I am on Stroud. Like it's not not even a question that that guy's good, right? Yep. I don't I don't see a path for him not being good. I just think that guy's good. I don't even think it's a conversation. Gonna have really Super good stats confident. if he uh, really just jump on that. I, I don't see the line right now because we do this late. But uh, yeah, the way the running backs are going down, I know B. John's very exciting, but I, I don't. I don't think that's wise. Yeah, they only have and right now they have MVP for Fanduel 
two is down to plus three fifty. That is unbelievable. That's gonna get crazy. Yeah. Um, the the draft is so funny, right? Like we had ringer guys that like Stroud more than Br- more than Bryce. Some people like Bryce more than Stroud, but Stroud did have a lot of questions, right? And mm-hmm. Then he comes in the league and he's just awesome. And it makes you think like, what a fucking crapshoot this is. Like, how do people not know this guy's going to be awesome? But all these people who study it, like most right. of them are really unsure. Like, well, tra- could this translate? What, how do we hit so many good receivers? Well, I feel like a jerk because I watched the, you know, I watched the playoffs, the, the college playoffs, and he went nuts on the Georgia defense, most of which are pros now. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, well, that's not enough. These guys really do study <laughs> right. it. Okay. No, I can't forget about what I saw. Uh, it's dumb. That makes sense. <laughs> Colts, Rams in Indy. Un- probably Richardson for this game. Minshew got another W today. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen with the Rams against the Bengals tomorrow night. We don't know if Joe Burrow's going to play. I, in fantasy, an all-time dice roll where I just, in the flex league we're in, we're two QBs. You killed And I just, yeah. I started Burrow. It's like, I he might Ooh. get scratched last minute. And then I just get a zero at that position. But my other option was Mac Jones. I wasn't going to your other option. You have to, your other option is to not carry six defenses and pick up uh, just any quarterback. Who am I going to pick up? Fine. Gardner Minshew? I probably probably uh, Dobbs was out I there. Think What's Burrow his name? Plays. How does Burrow <laughs> not play? They're zero two. How does he not play in that game? It really is over. If it's zero and three, they, they, they have should to probably play. sit him. Right? Yeah. yeah. Colts Rams. I have uh, Colts by two and a half over the Rams. Yeah, I had one and a half. The Rams are favored by one and a half. It's a little while. But again, these one and a halfs flip. Like, but by, by the time we talk Thursday, it's going to be the other way, right? What has happened to football with these one and a halfs? <laughs> I don't know. We're You're getting right. more one and a halfs in four weeks than we've got in the entire 2006 season. We need a name for it because we have the Vegas zone, right? For four to five and a half. What are the one and a halfs? We got to come up with something. Yeah, what's one and a half? It's kind of like the, it's kind of like, uh, it's like you're screwed either way because the final is going to be 28 27 and you're going to bet the team that was one and a half point underdog but became a one and a half point favorite. That's, that's, that's the result, but I don't know. That's too long a name. It's like kind of leftover night when you can't yeah. decide what to eat and your wife's like, I think we have All some right. chicken in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, I think there's some broccoli in there. Maybe I could make a salad and you just kind of talk yourself into this C minus dinner. That's the yeah, minus right. one and a half. The minus one and a half is Vegas being like, eh, here's some chicken. Here, like they, they, even they don't know. Right. But you end up with diarrhea all night, right? Because it's, a, it's, it's bad chicken, <laughs> right? Because right? I'm always You're on the wrong side. You're constantly thinking about Postmates. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll come up with a better name next okay. week. Saints Bucks in New Orleans. Um, <laughs> NFC South, the bane of Sal's <laughs> existence. I can't stand it. <laughs> I think this Saints team might be okay. Um, defensively, they're really good. That was a dumb game today. They're up seventeen nothing. All of a sudden, it was seventeen eleven. It was it was definitely a momentum game. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't get a first down to close it out. But I do think their defense is good, and they you know basically all year dating back to like halfway through last year, their defense has been pretty lights out kind of under the radar. Um, does, does Kamara come back this week? Cause Kamara they need a little back offense. This week. I yeah. Mean, they, they barely beat, they almost, you know, not that they almost lost, but they could have lost to Carolina Monday night. I know, I guess it's a short week this week. They, they need 23 points, not 17 every week. Kamara's back. So I have saints minus three over Tampa. 
You get it. I said two. I don't know why I went a little lower. I thought Baker Mania was um, running wild. You're right. You got it right Baker on. Baker Mania. Eagles, Washington. I guess uh, I guess Washington's not going to go 17 or no. Mm. I had this game's in Philly and I have Eagles minus seven and a half. Uh, what do we do here? Oh, uh, you got it. Damn, I said eight. It's seven. This is a revenge so game, it. right? No, that that means we split it. No, oh, no I, I said eight. seven and a half. Yeah, no, you had seven. All right, you're right. I mean, I'll split it. I don't care. Uh, no, yeah, that's, the uh, they won this game, piece. Washington, last year, right? They went to Philly. It was a night game. Was it a Monday yeah. night game? They it won did. this. Yeah, I'm with you. Philly will. That's uh, a tease. I might actually yep. that might be my first tease of the year. Man, Sam Howell looked uh, very plantable today <laughs> against any good defense. He's good when it's like third and thirteen, and the pressure uh, makes school? him scramble out of the pocket, and then he has to run, and he looks good. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know if I see it. Right. Like I don't know Sam Howell versus Mac Jones. I might even take Mac. <laughs> Bengals at the Titans, and I think the we, Bengals are going to be favored. We could skip it. There's not. I mean, I didn't see anything on it. This team has a this rivalry has like a good. It's like a weird rivalry that makes no sense. But I feel like these teams have had some good games. I think uh, the Bengals are favored. I'm making this left overnight. I'm going to say Bengals minus one and a half. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I had, this, I had the same thing, but I didn't really see a substantial line because of the borough. Um, All right, so cross. So we'll, let's skip that one. Yeah, Chargers home for the Raiders. And I use the word home loosely because there's going to be about 48,000 Raiders fans there. What's funny is the Raiders are going to have more fans at this game than they had at their own game tonight against Pittsburgh. Yeah. This screams Vegas zone to me. This is the most Vegas zone game I've seen all year. And I'm going to say Chargers minus five and a half. Yeah, you're beating me up. I went high. I went six and a half. Uh, it's four and a half. I don't know why oh, I went so I'm high. I'm still in the Vegas zone. Yeah, you're still in yeah. the zone. Yeah, it's weird. The Jags are going to have more fans in London than the Chargers have in the city of Los Angeles. I would Wait. urge people to show a lot of restraint and apprehension with the Chargers, who J.C. Jackson was a healthy scratch today, their expensive cornerback. Mike Williams looked like he got seriously hurt today. Eckler made it one game. He's missed the last two. Um, it just feels like it was a top-heavy team to begin with, and they're mm -hmm. losing big guys every week and, and I, I would just be, be careful. This is always a good game, isn't it? Isn't it always kind of close? Yeah. These two? Yeah. 49ers are home for the Cardinals. I put this in the fairly watchables because um, <laughs> the, <laughs> I don't know why, but I really enjoy watching the 49ers. I don't even care who they play. I like yeah. watching their offense. When all those guys are healthy, I don't, it doesn't, you could put them against anybody. I have a good time. I liked watching that Giants game the other night. Do you think Brock Purdy would do well better than Mac Jones on the Patriots? You know, it's funny. I, I did a tweet about him in the first half. In the second half, he was really good. In the first half, what did he throw? Like almost five inter five near interceptions. He has, yeah, yeah. once again, he has that dad luck where he's mm -hmm. hitting the shots into the trees and they're bouncing right in the fairway. He had receivers breaking up his passes from being yeah, interceptions. Yeah. And you, you'll watch him for 10 minutes. You're like, oh, man, it's falling apart. Brock Purdy, it's over. And then he'll put together like an awesome hour. Bails um, himself out. Yeah. Yeah, he's solid. And he's, I'll tell you this, he never loses his cool. Right. It's the best thing. Like, even if he's having like a bad half hour, you don't feel like he's rattled, you know? You like him? 
I do. I definitely do. And, you know, it was out Ayuk, right? And I guess Debo Samuel does what well, thrives when Ayuk is out of the lineup. But uh, yeah, and he, he makes he makes all the he makes all the easy plays, I thought, for the most part. Yeah, there are some that drop in that could be picked, but he moves the ball. And I like that. I like watching that offense, too. I thought that was a frustrating Giants game because it basically came down in the second quarter. They had like a third and 13 and a third and 15. Mm-hmm. And they let the Niners do those garbage screens that they're great at. Right. And it was like, obviously, Purdy's not playing well. Obviously, they're going to do a bubble screen or they're going to like whip it out to the side to McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey and, helps. You know, helps a lot. Yeah. There's no, no mustard, but pretty good. I have 49ers 12 and a half over the Cardinals. All right. I get this one. I said 13 and a half. It's 14. Full 14. Yeah, that's a little too high. They're not pulling that upset. They're drinking. Arizona's. Arizona's yeah, drunk it's true. They've won their game. Yep. All right. Next category, Poop Fecta. It's <laughs> Carolina hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. Two oh and threes. Two oh and threes. Yeah. I think this is in the leftover zone. I got Vikings minus one and a half. I went a little higher. I said two and it's three. Mm, okay. They don't trust Ke- is Bryce Young supposed to sit another game or be back? It feels like this is a sitting slash let's give Bryce a couple weeks because he definitely had deer in the headlights in that Monday night game, Yeah, I thought. So this right. is like, oh, your ankle's hurt. I, I'm i sure it's hurt, but I, I bet like he could play, but I think they're being super yeah, they're careful. Being I don't think they it. want him to lose his confidence in two weeks. Mm-hmm. All right, new category. I can't remember us ever having to do this before. It's worse <laughs> than the poop fecta. It's the nuclear reactor spill. Broncos at Chicago. (laughs) There's alarms going off. There's people wearing hazmat suits. There's a cleanup crew. People are evacuating the town. This is the worst game of all time. We have the Broncos who have just lost by 50 against the Bears who have a fan base that I think is the maddest at their team. Oh, yeah. I think any fan base has been in a while, like years. I'm trying to remember the last time a fan base has been this out on every aspect of their team. Like all of it. They've had enough. What are they supposed in the stadium? And there's a million things to point to here. It's ridiculous. How are they, uh, you know, they had two Monday games the the last couple of weeks. Why not? Could there be two Thursday games? This feels like it should be a Thursday game too. I'd watch this if this was Thursday, an hour uh, before Detroit Green Bay. I'd, if this was the Thursday night game, I think that would be it for Al. I think he doesn't leave Brentwood. <laughs> I think Al says, I'll call this from my house, but I'm not I'm not actually going to Chicago. Right. Yeah. I'll do it from here if you get a good Wi-Fi connection. Uh, Al was almost flatlining during the second half of that Giants game. I mean, Herb Street's oh, yeah. just, it's just really tough partnership. Mm-hmm. It's I just feel bad. I love Al. I just want Al and Chris back. What's the over under? Not not for uh, life, Al, but Al, I just come back to me. Just just the golf. Um I have the Broncos somehow favored in this game, even though they just lost by fifty points and put You gotta up, get it exact, because I got it exact. You got it exact. I Broncos minus one and a half over the Bills. Oh, you didn't get it. And put it it's in the three. leftover zones. Three. It's three. Oh my God. Too many left Insane. How bad do you have to be to be three point underdogs <laughs> to a team that just lost seventy to twenty? Well, I guess if you lose forty one, yeah, no, yeah, it's it's. it's you know, worse. Sean right. Payton doesn't have his quarterback. That's You're the right. problem. 
We've not, we've had a loser leaves town. We ever had a coach leaves, leaves the, uh, leaves his job and turns in his playbook. I mean, if, if Iberflus loses this one, that has to be it, right? He gets Nate Hackenden. This is very early for a, a coach to be fired, but I could see it. Do you put that game on a TV or do you pretend it doesn't happen? <laughs> I just told you I'd watch it if it was Thursday even. Oh, so that, I that love cracks, like that. that cracks yeah, I think the, so. I'm not What's the over-under of that? Although Denver's defense is so bad. Yeah, I'm not you watching that you game. You couldn't go under. 45 and a half. Yeah, I don't want to watch one second in that game. Sunday night, Chiefs-Jets at the Jets. A game that looked incredible six mm-hmm. weeks ago. Yeah. This seemed like just an awesome game. Can't wait for this one, Chiefs-Jets. Let's do it, baby. Now, not as much. I have uh, the Chiefs favored by seven and a half at the Jets. Uh, crap. You get that. I said ten and a half. Why isn't it ten and a half? It's it's eight and a half, so you get it. Come on. Um, what how many points the Chiefs have a good defense. This is uh, this is not a break for Zach Wilson. I have a Jets point that nobody else has. Cause everyone's just like Zach Wilson, he sucks. The Jets gotta bring another thing. The Jets wide receivers, if you remove Garrett Wilson, are fucking mm-hmm. terrible. <laughs> Across the board. Like None of those guys are open in any game. Like that, none of them were open in this Pats game today. It's yeah. it's like the fucking old timers team. It's Lazard and Reggie Cobb, and um, it's just guys you've never heard of or guys who peaked seven years ago. And then guys Garrett who Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers saddled you with, and then said, <laughs> right. uh, I, I got to sit here. Yeah, <laughs> but I know, I know it's easy and fashionable to blame Zach Wilson because he is terrible and he mm-hmm. does eight things that are noticeably awful and things you don't normally see during a football game, like when he just fell down a day when he wasn't sacked and just mm-hmm. kind of self-sacked. It was like an own goal. But okay. all you have to do is double-team Garrett Wilson. Where Who's he going to throw it to? No, like, I know. Tell me. It's like, oh, let me... Oh, Lazard has single coverage. Like, none of those guys can get open. I kind of so, feel I don't that know. way it's about a lot all of guys. Zach Wilson. Like, why isn't Devontae Adams double and triple teamed all the time? Uh, Jimmy G, what would Jimmy G do if, if that were the case? Like, I don't know. I have a jet I, take too. Maybe not as popular. Zach Wilson yeah. leaves with Taylor Swift Sunday night. <laughs> she goes for the younger man. I asked our fantasy football guys to investigate um, what happened to Hunter Renfro. Because I was watching yeah. him in the game today. It was a complete afterthought. Two years ago, he had 103 y- catches. He had over a thousand yards. He had nine TDs, and he looked like he was Wes Welker 3.0. Probably went and for twenty three dollars like, in our. Now in he's our Braxton Berrios. Yeah. What happened? What they twenty seven? I know he they was hurt. They're going to investigate. They're going to oh, okay. investigate it this uh, week. He might not come back with something for years. Yeah. All right, you're up one, and I was off by a half a point here. Up one. So, I've been killing you this whole six, thing. Seven, what what kind of scoring to, is that? Eight to seven. That's what it is. Come on, Monday night. Seahawks at the Giants. I'm going to say Seahawks by two and a half. You lost that one, my friend. I said two. It's one and a half. I swear. God damn it. Got it all here. You're talking about the leftovers left and right, and you could have gone leftover and won this. 2-0-2. Oh, let me have something today. This is the best you've ever done. Miserable week. I don't remember you doing this well through I'll blow it. Four weeks. Jesus. You know I will. You know it. <sighs> um, all right, let's see parent corner. 
You wanted to have you want to have the floor. You had an emotional week. I did. I'll give you the bullet points because there's so much, and you've been through this before. So I'll start with the saddest part, which um, was Archie saying goodbye to his brothers, his little brothers, and uh, oh. it really was sad. It was like a little hug in the in the living room, and and I didn't know what to do, and it, they wouldn't wouldn't stop hugging. And the Uber is waiting. The Uber is a whole other story, but uh, Uber's waiting, and I and I finally announced they're, they're sobbing, and I say. Hey guys, there's going to be things in our life to cry about, and this isn't one of them. Like your grandparents are going to die. That's what you should cry about. And they look at me like, "What's wrong with you, idiot? <laughs> you don't even follow that with a joke. Like uh, your friend Harry's going to break his hip. Oh, that, that would have been funny. But the, but uh, but I, I had to get him to stop, and I didn't know what to do. So, so even Harrison was emotional. Yeah, he was very emotional. It was wow. Weird. He's an emotional kid anyway. But um, but so that was, I didn't know at the time, but I'm like, oh man, if that's that bad, when, when the wife and I say goodbye to him, it's going to be worse. But anyway, so then then the Uber driver uh, pulls up and he's a 65-year-old man listening to new wave music and um, the Cure's Pictures of You uh, is playing. And it's like, you're remembering you. And I, I'm oh, in the front man. seat with the Uber driver and I hear my wife sniffling in the back. I'm like, oh my God. The guy hasn't even made a U-turn out of our, our street. And this is this is yeah. bad. But anyway, we get there. <laughs> um, the the Target, the shopping at Target is ridiculous. We spent two and a half hours in there. And basically, a lot of it deciding between, do you want two-in-one shampoo conditioner or do you want separate? And it's like, just, I'm like, we've been here two and a half hours. Just, just pick one. Like, do you remember right. your parents bringing you to Target? And, and buying stuff for forever. I don't remember being loaded up like that. I don't that. remember any part of that. I just remember I get, being happy. I had a towel and a bar of soap. It was like prison. Yeah. 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 I got, I think my parents gave me from home a clock radio and like a, a, a 17 inch Zenith television. And I was probably forced to sell them after Bernie Kozar screwed me in a three team <laughs> teaser like from week three. <laughs> I guarantee those things didn't last. Um, <laughs> the other thing I'll say is we get there, there's people moving in. And it's like a combination of like a fire drill and like three Christmas mornings. Like you really should be able to take a class about how to get up the steps. Of course, he's on the fifth floor of a four, five story building. And um, but it's like Christmas morning where you have to assemble a bunch of crap and like extension cords and and stuff yeah. like that. And I, there's not too much to it, except that like he was so sick of us by the end of the actual uh, of the of the end of the us being there that the actual goodbye was uneventful. And I miss him a lot. Like he couldn't wife, wait to get rid of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was like for the best. And, uh, you know, then we go home and he goes to the Oregon game and we watch it on TV. We watch Oregon whip Colorado and she's weeping every time they cut to the student section. And I'm like, all right, uh, can, can I enjoy this? I'm finally going to win a bet. I have Oregon minus 21. <laughs> and, uh, and that was it. So I don't know. I don't think you were wrong. I think in a way it wasn't as bad. The, the kid thing was very sad him saying goodbye to his brothers. But I think that mm. the key is, and this is grim, but there's no pure joy anymore. Like this should be a happy thing, right? Like once yeah. you have responsibilities, uh, certainly watching the Cowboys is not pure joy, but um, that, that was my takeaway from this. Like should be thrilled for the kid, but it really is a bummer. Yeah, I think Zoe's been gone now six weeks and it, it's the sadness comes with like little memory things or like what I yeah. was telling you a couple weeks ago about like being in the store and be like, oh, I should get her some pickles. And like, oh, she doesn't live with us anymore. Um, yeah. Little yeah. moments like that. Or like tomorrow's my birthday. It's the fir my first birthday that she's not going to be here since like 2004. Yeah. You know, right. and you think like, oh, that's weird. She's been 
I've had every birthday I've had, you know, for 18 years, she was there in some form. Mm -hmm. And now she's not. So I don't know. How Um, is Ben saying goodbye to her? Was that, or was he like, well, he's a bad example because, you know, he's, all right. (laughs) He's, I don't know. He he come he gets like belatedly sad. He's not like an in the moment sad you. guy. He's like a belatedly sad guy. Yeah. Um so I I feel like this is a recurring theme of parent corner, but um so my son had a football game Friday mm-hmm. and was all excited because he was playing both ways. He was also gonna return kicks and he was like, I can't wait. There was plays in the offense. He's like just pumped the whole week. Right. So I showed up. I ended up getting there early. Usually I get there like a half hour before the game, but I thought there's going to be traffic and there wasn't. So I sat down. It's like 50 minutes before the game and I'm just kind of watching them warm up and they're throwing these long passes and they're all taking turns and he's in the receiver group and he runs down and the pass is up and he kind of turns around, he jumps up and he kind of mistimed the jump and he lands and just goes down. And he goes down, he rolls over, he's holding his leg. And I'm like, oh my God, I just watched my son tore his ACL. Like, oh, like no. that's the, what the fuck? So I run down there, he's rolling around, and then they're like, it's his foot, it's his foot. And when he was seventh grade, eighth grade, he, during the pandemic, he broke his foot and he broke his ankle, which we talked about on Parent Corner. Right. Two different, one playing football, one, uh, one doing the stupid uh, skateboard, which right, was right. when he lost the skateboard thing. So he's convinced he broke his foot because he heard a pop and he's really upset in the trainer's room and it's like a half hour before the game and the trainer's doing all the stuff and he's moving around and we're sitting there and I'm like, I can't believe this fucking kid broke his foot. Like this is, what that like my daughter's been hurt the whole year. It's like, what's going on? Do I need to mm-hmm. like, is the, is the ghost in the house now messing with us? Guy does all the exercises. Like, I don't think he broke anything. I think you just sprained it. Tapes him up. He ends up limping around through the whole game. Now he's got a sprained ankle. And then my daughter comes back Saturday and I'm watching that on the, on the, the stream. And she's finally relatively healthy from this hamstring pull. And then of course, five minutes left in the game, they're up by like six goals and collides with somebody. And all of a sudden she's limping around. And then I don't know what happened for 20 minutes. And I just like, by the, by the end of the two games, I'm just like, I I feel like physically ill. Like what's fun about this? So anyway, Mm -hmm. I thought, I think there should be a rule. I think parents should be able to give body parts and muscles to their kids. I wish there was a way like Ben hurts his foot or his, he sprains his ankle and the doctor's just like, we're going to need your right ankle. Like, great, here it is. And I could just take it off and give it to him or I could right. give my daughter a hamstring. I just wish parents could give their kids their body parts because I don't need them. What do I need an ankle for? Well, they can. Just walk but around yeah. L.A. You have to wait till you're dead, I think, right? Like organs and stuff. But you mean actual Yeah, like, uh, I just wish yeah. there was a way to spiritually transfer them along. So that's one thing. And then the other Wait, thing so how is, long um, is he out? How long is he out for? No, nah, he's playing. He's just, okay. you know, it's an ankle all sprain. Right. Steven yeah. all like that Norma tech, all that bullshit. Right. Um, but the big picture though, football, just a lot of injuries, man. So a lot of collisions. Like, so many. And then I yeah. watch, I watch these Sunday football games totally different now because I'm watching through the prism of thinking about him and sure. you see just all these collisions and hits and guys go down. And when, as football fans, when we watch these guys go down, we're just thinking like, oh, that guy's hurt. Now they're a D back down. We're not thinking of the humans piece of it because just because we're conditioned not to. We're just thinking about it in the context of the game. But now it's like, it's really fucked with me with how I watch football. Like I notice every single injury in a it's different way. It's spectacular that 
whether it's a long-lasting injury or not, that every play isn't stopped for a minute and a half for to, to cart someone totally. off or, or at least check on somebody or something. It's really something else. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and, Sorry uh, and, to break your term. What's your, what was your other one? Yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I just ended on a downer, but I just, it's really fun when your kids are little to be a sports parent. Yeah. And then as, as they get older and the stakes climb and everybody's like adults, it's just way more nerve wracking than fun. It's yeah. the only way I could describe it is it's like playoff baseball or playoff hockey or something mm-hmm. like a playoff overtime or, you know, a one, one 10th inning playoff baseball game where you're just like, you're having a heart attack and you're just relieved. Nothing bad happens. That's how right. I feel watching my kids play sports now, which is not how I used to feel. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a just, just a relief. Yeah. Yeah. That's my, sucks. that's my parent corner. Um, uh, oh, and, uh, cousin corner, the writer strike is over. Seems Isn't that like. nice? That was good. Yeah. Little Sunday night, end of the writer's strike. It was, a what was it, like 150 days, 146 days, something like that? It was crazy. May 1st or something? Yeah. That's good. TV's back. It's fun. Our cousin Jimmy, Strike Force 5 is over, or they'll do more? I don't know. I, I hope they keep doing at least some of them, but I, I think they're going to be busy now. I mean, we like could three do or Cousin, four Corner, more years worth. cousin yeah. Corner really quick, like. We needed the strike to end. I think he was starting to drive people crazy. <laughs> it was the word in the street. <laughs> a lot no, of people were waiting great. for him to go back to earth to work. <laughs> word in the street, word on the beach. No, he's uh, <laughs> he's gonna be good. He's he's back doing what uh what he does best. It's fun. It's fun. This uh, is great. All our I, friends listen, were out of work. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about the writer strike that much, but it it was just brutal. The affected mm-hmm. had out in L.A. and I know like the auto workers, like that. You know, there's a lot. of a lot of union yeah, right. stuff happening out there, but this one I thought had a really, you could really f- start to feel the effect on the city and mm. just all the people that work for shows or write for shows. Like, um, it just felt like, uh, if this kept going toward October, November, this was going to be awful. Yeah. So, I'm and glad, they got everything they, they asked it. for. They got every single thing they asked for, which is good. Do we no, know? I don't know. I didn't even look. I, I didn't even look at the terms. I have no idea. No, I'm just. I'm just so glad it's over and good for everybody. Well, I'm happy involved. it's over, and I'm happy that we'll have people writing shows and and things to actually watch because it's pretty grim right now. Yeah. This yeah, this this late September to December stretch, which is usually loaded with prestige TV shows and all these different things, like a lot of the streamers were like pushing stuff to next year. Netflix is you know, renting HBO shows now because they, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, all right, here's ballers. Maybe you right. haven't seen it. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad we get to make new stuff. Yeah. Normally I wouldn't have wasted three and a half hours watching the Cowboys lose a game that I knew they were going to blow to Arizona. <laughs> right. I would watch uh, like Deadwood or something. But uh, is that yeah. your nemesis team? Like your, your strange, bizarre nemesis team, Arizona? Do you have uh, bad history with Arizona? I keep I thinking that Jake Plum, what was it? Jake Plummer beating them? Oh that time? yeah, 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 yeah. He beat, yeah. Every, well, it's everyone's best win, but uh, you know, I mean, outside the division kind of thing. Just like um, the weird kind of wonk team for you guys, but like not like the 49ers, just a, a team that's uh, Seahawks are another one. You know, like kind of uh, they cause a lot of injuries. Uh, that that's the you know that playoff game, the uh, yeah. the the blood diamond. Yeah, I would say that. But ours was always. I always felt like Denver. Oh, and I don't yeah. even know what the record was against the Brady's, but as a kid, I just always felt like Denver was going to beat us, no matter what kind of team they had, what kind of team we had. They won. Was that Manning like that gonna... beat you last that playoff game, or did you win? Manning that? beat yeah, us. Even going way back, version. like yeah, 
the Rulon Jones safety against Tony Eason was a right. traumatic Pats moment. Elway beat us. Just yeah. felt like he would just come in and kick the shit out of us every once in a while. But anyway. All right, cuz. Well, so you, got, you know, uh, I got, I got, I do have something, you know, someone's here and he wants to introduce, I know he said it was your birthday, uh, Pat McAfee. I don't even know why he's in my house, but I did. I think he, I thought he was doing well for himself, but you know, I have this extra room and he asked to stay here and he's like, I got to come on. I got this character I do now. And, uh, it's a Bill Simmons character. So it's Pat Mac, Pat come in and he has this Bill Simmons character. So, okay, uh, let's hear called, it. I'm excited. It's, it's Billy Mac. All right. So here it is. <laughs> yes, that's right. Billy Mack is here. I'm standing up. You know why? Because I have too much energy and testosterone to sit down. Sitting down is for sissies and stooges and clowns. Yes, I have my arms exposed in this tank top because I'm a punter, but I need to show everyone that I also do preacher curls. I'm just kidding. I'm not a punter, but my daughter plays soccer, so that automatically qualifies me as a footy expert. How you doing? Keep it moving. I'm wearing my gold chain to intimidate you in case I have to rumble with my nephew, Kyle, right here in this podcast studio. I'm a thermostat, not a thermometer. I set the temperature. Yes, that's right. I've made millions and millions from Spotify, from HBO, and from unboxing Rocky II trading cards. Did I say that out loud? Be where your feet are, greedy corporate fat cats. Pick them up and put them down, motherfucker. Billy Mac, over and out. <laughs> Wow, it's great to hear from him. See you, Pat. He just walked away. Oh, man. It's great <laughs> to have on. Congrats on your birthday, success, Pat. Yeah, that he, was great. He's gone. He took off. Billy yeah. Mac. <laughs> Billy Mac. <laughs> Billy's got Unbox no voice. Now. Unboxing Rocky Two cards. Yeah, I don't know where he gets this stuff from. Yeah, what a maniac. Uh, <laughs> all right, action pack pod, cuz. Good job by you. Good job by you. Happy birthday, Billy. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to Steve Cerruti and Kyle Creighton for producing as always. Don't forget, new rewatchables coming Monday night. It's a good one. And I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. In Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia, you can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. 
What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion or their bay rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or a subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. 